Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patented process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So... Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. All right, rock stars, welcome back to the show. Uh, joining me on the stage today, and I'm Dan, by the way, your host, as you probably re- recognize or remember, or maybe know, or for the first time. Welcome. Uh, joining me on the stage today is another rock star of the agency world. He is the CEO of Intuitive Digital uh, out of the, the West Coast, out of Portland, Oregon. Uh, he's also, so first of all, his name is Nick Footer. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. As I was doing my research on you, you are the CEO. But you are also the cultivator of happiness. <laughs> That's I, right. I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. As the CEO and the leader, why is cultivating happiness part of your job? Yeah, it, I mean, for us, it's our purpose as an organization is to cultivate happiness. And so as the, as the main leader of the organization, I just knew that it had to be part of our DNA and part of me. Um, and really, I think any business today is really their, their DNA as part of their founder. And our values and our purpose is really is kind of is who I am. <laughs> and nice. so... Uh, I love putting good out into the world, and so does our company. Uh, and so, I think actually um, that that culminated in our B Corp certification, which we we just achieved back in uh, in December, which has been really something I'm really proud of as an agency. And it's one of those ways that we can point to how we are cultivating happiness in the world. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. So more than eight years now uh, as as a business, where did that start for you? How did you get into the agency world, Nick? It really all started with my grandfather who started a mops and brooms company. And I know it's hard to think, how do you get from mops and brooms to (laughs) digital marketing? Um, But the bottom line was my dad bought out my grandfather and I was thinking I was going to be maybe a third generation owner of that organization. They sold that right as I was kind of completing high school. And I realized, well, I love business. I was really into um, like future business leaders of America and was going to go to school for, for for business. And then at that point, like social media was just becoming a thing, right? Like um, Facebook was just launching to college students. And I just loved all of the data that you could get on uh, individuals and how you could talk directly to your fans and followers in a way that you really never could before. Prior to digital, it was really more of a spray and pray approach to marketing. Mm-hmm. And what digital was allowing and social was allowing is to connect deeply and to an individual group of people that you really couldn't before. And that really, really excited me. I also love spreadsheets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and so uh, that's one of, with digital, like it really came down to being able to run numbers, do testing and, and really find things that worked really well. Um, got a degree in, in marketing, worked for a couple of agencies. And after working for a couple of other agencies, I just, I love their values, but I wanted to start a company that was based on my own values 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like I said, cultivating happiness is, is kind of part of who I am and part of my DNA. And I, I wasn't sure if I could build an honest, transparent digital marketing agency and make money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, so far, um, so, so good. You know, I think that's one of the, I hear horror stories still today about agencies taking advantage of their clients or not spending their money wisely. And, and that's something that, um, we just were the anti of that. <laughs> yeah. So almost a decade into this now, uh, as you look back over your years of of ups and downs and you know back and forth, you, you, but you are successful. What is the secret for you, Nick, of of scaling and growing over all those years? Yeah, I think it's been uh, a variety of things. It's hiring the right people um, mm. has been a huge a huge piece of that. Uh, but a, another part of that, and, and that we've actually applied to our hiring process, is just this idea of continuous improvement. Uh, we've had, and we know that in digital, it constantly changes. Uh, like Google algorithm, right? Changes 600 times a year. Uh, it's crazy. And, and so we, we know, and I know that we can, we can't rely on yesterday's learnings to drive tomorrow's success. Uh, and so that's been a huge part of who we are. We're always testing new platforms, new ways to do things, new processes, and then learning from them. Uh, and never, you know, never getting mad at somebody for making a mistake or trying something new. And so we've really created a culture at Intuitive that allows people to grow and stretch their legs. And that's turned into some really amazing results for our partners. Um, we call our clients partners. So if I say partners again, that's there you go. All right. <laughs> that's what it, what that's what I mean. Yeah. So I I love the idea of creating that culture where people can make mistakes. What does that look like from you as the cultivator of happiness? How do you set that stage? Mm. Well, um, I'll tell So a story, I guess, that really emphasizes this is about two years ago, we all read a book. I read it first called uh, Radical Candor, mm-hmm. and it basically is a framework on how to provide direct feedback to other people on your team, whether that's up or down sideways across the entire organization. Um, and as part of that, that, that framework really connected with us because we were already doing 70% of it in large part. Uh, and it just kind of gave us the tools to get the rest of the way. And what that means is um, it, it allows people to share their work and then be ready for that feedback, to understand that when someone is maybe providing that feedback for growth or to help improve themselves, they're not doing it to be mean. They're not doing it to try to get their job. It's just literally, we want to do better work. And having that culture that every person in our seat at our company knows that. And that, truthfully, I get probably some of the most radical candor out of anybody, Awesome, <laughs> which is great. I love it. Um, but knowing that even you're safe to go talk to the owner, the founder, and give them that feedback uh, then it, it really gets dispersed throughout the entire organization. Um, and so much of culture, I think it has to be from the top down every, like it can't just be stuff up on the wall. It has to be something that you live out day in and day out. Otherwise it's just, it's not worth, it's not worth uh, putting on the wall. Yeah. Great advice. I love that. And yeah, Kim Scott's book, I have heard so many good things about it. Um, honestly, I haven't read it yet, but I'm inspired now to, I'm going to be putting it on my, <laughs> on my list to read soon. Um, 
So I want to get into some story time uh, about how, the, how you help those clients that have some success stories. But first, let's talk about who that is. Who do you work with? Who's great for Intuitive Digital? Yeah, we, we've we worked with a variety of different uh, organizations. So we're not very industry specific, uh, but we do love some groupings. Uh, we love working with nonprofits and EDUs because they, in large part, are kind of helping the world become you know better, whether it's more educated or, or potentially providing services out in the world. Um, but we also work in a lot of B2B and a lot of e-commerce. And then we also do a good amount of work just in general local businesses, you know, businesses that are trying to drive more leads in a 60 mile radius. Mm -hmm. Uh, The bottom line in terms of who we can really help a lot, though, is that uh, businesses that are are trying to get more leads, more sales, whatever that goal is they're trying to achieve with digital, sometimes it's awareness. uh, But whatever that is, if they're not getting quite enough with either maybe their current agency or their current budget that they're utilizing, and bringing us in and our, I think, proven processes and way of that of continually improving all of our campaigns really drives um, those digital marketing charts that maybe have been flat or going down mm-hmm. and they bring them back up into the right, which is, you know, is in that growth mode for, uh, for digital. Got to have that up into the right, don't you? <laughs> That's so- the hope. Yeah. So, so that's, that's really interesting how you cross those industries, the, those, those categories, the name industries, the categories. Um, so let's talk about a, a great success story then. What's a, a favorite story of yours, Nick, that, that showcases how you serve those clients? Sure. Um, I think I'm going to talk about a, an organization called Heatmasters, and they um, are a, a firm that came on around, I think it was around April of last year. And Um, we always do strategy first. That's one of the things that we've learned is that you have to take that time to map out and determine what platforms and where are we going to spend marketing dollars to be most effective. Um, And we did a strategy for them. We ended up launching both uh, Facebook. They already had Facebook, but launching new campaigns on Facebook and Google ads and YouTube um, and having some just amazing results in terms of, of course, like blowing their goals out of the water of like, two to 300% lead increases with the same budget. Um, We had, I think, over a 3,000% increase in qualified leads on Facebook, which is just astronomical um, and has had a huge impact. They they are basically like a dealer, uh, um, a manufacturer of of the stoves, and then they end up uh, pushing leads to their distributors. And they just have had story after story of happy distributors getting more leads, driving more business. And during a time of a lot of businesses through COVID have really struggled, they've been able to grow and and be really successful, Uh, which again, like those types of stories where we took an organization that was, I don't want to say floundering, but they were struggling and uh, turning it around during COVID is just like, is just fantastic. Um, And we've won some awards for that um, through the AMA here locally, and it's just it's just been a, one of our shining stars. And yet, that's the same story we tell for you know many many of our partnerships that we get to work with. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, when you said uh, one of the categories you work with uh, EDUs and nonprofits, uh, my mind went to oh nonprofits, so you don't get paid. Um, <laughs> how, how do you work with nonprofits? And then all the way to the other spectrum of like those businesses who have the 
the bigger budget, or am I just stereotypically getting it wrong when it comes to nonprofits? What's that story look like? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. Just like any business, like businesses, there are small businesses and there are, you know, mid, you know, mid market, there's, there's fortune 500. And the same thing I think goes with um, nonprofits. And so don't get me wrong. There are still a lot of nonprofits we would love to help, but they don't, you know, there's no way to really help them. Um, however, even some of the smaller ones that we have been able to work with is because they use a Google grant, uh, which if you are a 501c3, you get and can get up to $10,000 a month of free advertising. Uh, mm. And so we've helped them deploy basically. So get that grant and then deploy those funds to help drive awareness for their organization. Mm-hmm. So even in maybe an organization doesn't have a lot of money, but we can help them get some additional funds um, through Google. Um, but we really do like, I mean, if we can help them, we love to, but again, we're probably working in, in nonprofits that, that have, you know, marketing budgets, they have, uh, either they have their national or they have pretty big goals in terms of what they're trying to provide for their services. Yeah. Uh, so that's great advice, by the way, I never anticipated having that necessarily on this show agency, rock stars, talking business, everything else, but that grant for nonprofits. If you know a nonprofit, give them that info. If they don't know it, that's awesome, Nick. Um, So let's talk a little bit about uh, pain points that you're seeing in your your clients. What what are they looking at? Is it the same across those categories? What do pain points look like right now for your clients, Nick? I think for our our specific clients, um, it's it's just been how to deal with the ups and downs of of COVID nineteen, um, mm-hmm. and that that continues to be right as as different areas open and close. Um, and you know, as an example, we've we've worked with a really large um, you know uh, banking institution where they're trying to drive people to go sign for loans. Well, if the the actual bank isn't allowed to be open at the time where, and so we have to be really flexible and nimble with our, with those types of engagements uh, to make sure that we're not spending money that turns into somebody who's knocking on a door and there's nobody there. That's a terrible client uh, experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's helping to work with them. And that's where I think that idea of partnership really comes in into line for us is that we really, we're not an agency where you're just going to pay us to go drive X amount of leads for you. We're like, we become your digital marketing employee or employees to go do that work together. Um, and that's where we really have fantastic success is because when we're, we know what the rest of the organization is doing or how they're suffering because, you know, right. If there are certain branches or areas that are closed, having that information and having a seat at the table gives us the ability to, to make quick changes that will either, you know, make them more money or save them money, depending on uh, how we're deploying that campaign. Yeah. Um, and so then on the, on the, the point of pain points, um, what do you see as our biggest pain points in the marketing industry at large right now, then as a CEO of a rockstar agency? <laughs> um, of, from an agency standpoint, um, it's probably getting and finding the right people that you can, that you can do work for, um, and, you know, investing in their own marketing. I I hear this a lot, uh, is we've, 
we've spent a lot of time and money, both in team members and just time internally on our own digital marketing over the last couple of years. And it's really bore a lot of fruit for us. But when I go look at an agency that that isn't making that investment um, of time and money, and they're struggling to grow their business, that's normally the first thing that I always point to. I say, look, like if if you want, you have to deploy these same tactics for your own organization if you if you want to grow. And I hear it all the time uh, today is like, yeah, I was Googling for a digital marketing agency and you were you kept popping up. Uh, and, you know, if if that's not the case, right, they, they come to us and say, we picked you because you clearly are good at this because you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's a big, a big deal that um, a lot of agencies, because they're so busy, they're trying to do client work that they don't make that investment. And then that, that unfortunately stagnates their growth. Yeah. We have to drink our own flavored colored beverage. <laughs> I can't say the other thing. No, anyway. Um, can't say yeah. right. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's, that's great. That's great advice. Um, speaking of advice, I've got, I've got one more question for you coming up about advice. Uh, but before we get there, I want to make sure those listening who are really enjoying the conversation can continue to have that with you, learn from you, connect with you. Where do you send folks to learn more about you? Yeah, of course, it's going to be our website, intuitivedigital.com. That's a, a great place to start learning more about us. Uh, I love the the way we've written our content is really fun and whimsical. So I hope you like it also. Uh, and then we we're on a variety of social channels, uh, both at Intuitive Digital. You can find me, if you'd like, uh, at Nick Footer on most channels, whether that's LinkedIn or Twitter. Um, and yeah, I'd say those are uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook website. Those are the the four. There you go. Uh, and it's in, of course, website first, right? You got to own your land, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So Nick, it, it, let's, let's, let's think about advice that you've either heard over the years or you've given that seems counterintuitive at first, but has this big payoff when you embrace it. What does that look like? Yeah. So I think something that I learned when I was getting my MBA um, from Willamette University in uh, in Salem, Oregon. Shout out to the Bearcats. I um, would be just how important it is to to do planning first. Uh, and there's um, I've worked with a variety of business coaches. They all basically say the same thing, which every minute spent in planning saves you ten minutes in execution. Uh, and I think that that's, that's something that was hard to do as a startup is to take a day out of my week to go set aside and think and, and work on processes and figure out where we're going. Um, and then again, trying to infuse that into the DNA of a team again is difficult, uh, because people want to, they want to go work on, on partner work, right? They want to go do those types of things. Um, and so making sure that, uh, and something that we've done is make sure that we have time for our leadership team at basically every quarter to go take time to to plan, to figure out what are our next steps. And that's been huge with COVID, right? We've had to pivot a variety of times and make some really hard decisions. Uh, but because we had already built that into our process, it was we already had those meetings scheduled. We already knew what we needed to do. Uh, and so, yeah, I would say that um, planning is is just super, super important. That's why for all of our services, we do strategy first now, because that's that planning that really makes sure that the, the next 11 months are going to like, you're going to be a rock star, right? Yeah. If you want to be a rock star, you got to do planning first, in my that's, opinion. 
I love that. Uh, and coming from the guy who loves spreadsheets, I think that makes sense. That's right. By the way, what a great story too. Like so often we hear about, you know, creative agencies, marketing agencies, starting with someone who's, I was a writer, a graphic designer, what it looks like. And you're like, no mops and brooms and spreadsheets. Dude, that's a great, that's a great origin a story. Working man's uh, agency story. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. Listen, Nick Footer with Intuitive Digital. Nick, thank you so much for being a rock star in the world and for being on Agency Rockstars. It's a great time. I so appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.